Bem-vindos ao podcast Trilingue, um podcast que falamos inglês, português e várias bostas. Eu sou o Fábio, eu morei nos Estados Unidos por 4 anos. E eu sou a Gabi, eu morei na Austrália por 4 anos. Esse é um podcast com uma pegada um pouco diferente. Nós vamos falar sobre coisas corriqueiras, só que em inglês. Olá, Trilinguers! Sejam bem-vindos de volta! Hoje nós temos uma convidada muito especial, que eu estava devendo um pod junto fazia tempo. O nome dela é Carol Barros, igual o nosso host, Fábio Barros, primos distantes, nem sabíamos. A gente já é família, bem-vinda. Já é família. <risos> Olá, pessoal, tudo bom? Muito feliz de estar aqui hoje participando do podcast de vocês. Muito bueno. Hoje nós vamos falar um pouquinho sobre a Carol e também de vacina, né? Porque nós três vacinamos hoje, então vai ter Uhul! um tapa nesse rolê. O sonho virou realidade, né? Acredito pois que eu é. vacinei. Anti-vaxxers de plantão podem desligar já este podcast. Podiam ter desligado antes, já, confesso. Por favor. I'm just gonna ask Carol to introduce herself to us and tell us a fun fact, like we do with our new newly onboarded people in the team. Okay. All right, guys. So my name is Carol. Um, I'm 26 years old. Um, I know Gabi from Uber because we work together. Um, I wasn't sure if I was allowed to say like the name of the company, but I'm when, pretty sure word. Dara is not <laughs> listening to us. <laughs> Okay, um, and well, about me, I consider myself as a very extroverted person, um, as a very outgoing person, a very nice person, <laughs> um, <Every>. and <laughs> regarding a fun fact, well, let me think, um, once I accidentally tried to travel with a knife inside my backpack to the United <laughs> States. Oh my god. And it partially worked because uh I wasn't caught. Uh like I was very lucky to not got caught with the knife in my backpack. Uh, okay, wait. We need it, more detail on that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, what I, type will, of knife I will go to it? the part of the, the details <laughs> like right now. Yeah, because it's a very weird situation. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was that I was using the backpack that I used uh, to go to work every day to have this the, this trip, right? Uh, to, to go abroad to the United States. And I simply forgot that I had this knife in the backpack because I I used it to have lunch, you know, to Is it eat. a fork and knife mm -hmm. or just a fork? Actually, the fun thing is that the fork wasn't there. I don't, I don't remember exactly why. Just a knife. Oh my god! Was it like a butter knife or a pointy knife? No, it was like a butter knife. Okay, like okay. like this. You couldn't. Uh, but anyway, it was a knife. Yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't caught in the X-ray, which was kind of weird, right? So it failed, and then I, I was just uh saying my stuff and everything and then i got my laptop out of the backpack and then i saw the knife under there and i was like oh my god oh my fucking god 
oh Jesus, I have a knife here in the backpack. Everyone is, <laughs> is going to think that I'm, I'm gonna kill someone. And I, I was like, rounded by people and I, I'm, I'm kind of crazy. So I, I just took the knife out of the backpack in the middle of the airport and threw it in the, in the, in the bin. Uh, garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. This is what I could remember right oh now. It's a very God. crazy story. It's not like a fun fact because I don't know. I wasn't arrested. So <laughs> that's usually great. That's usually what you go for. But I love the thrill of airport security that whenever you have to go through airport security, you're just scared as fuck that you have anything you're not supposed to. There's even a meme that goes, what if I have drugs and I don't know? Or what if I have a gun that I'm not aware of? <laughs> exactly. Like I, the TV show that, that people, yes. you know, like from, yeah, from airport Venezuela and Brazil. And, mm-hmm. I once got caught all the in the airport with a bag that smelled like marijuana, but it wasn't mine. And it was my, <laughs> my parents' bag. And I was in Australia for the huh. first time in my life. And I was just like getting out of the airport. Uh, my English wasn't that good. And then I remember that this cute dog just walked past us and he was like, oh, so cute. And then he came back. And then, and then oh, we were like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, not so cute. <laughs> not oh, so cute anymore. And then the police <laughs> officers made us go through like the scanning and they opened all the bags and stuff. And I remember they were like, um, giving me shit like it was mine and they were like don't bring this shit to my country blah 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 i was like i didn't fucking do anything <laughs> you know like it wasn't even <laughs> my fault but it still i got like we were in the airport for two hours and they looked through everything so yeah, the that's not a very fun story and you know, i was shitting myself i thought i had to go back i thought i was gonna get deported yeah, mm-hmm. I'm always scared. Whenever they come with the dogs close to me, I'm like, dude, do not smell, sniff anything on me. I, I got nothing. Don't smell my skin. I'm trans- <laughs> yeah, I'm going back to Braganza from Campinas, and I'm transporting like 100 kilograms of wax for candles. Because when, like a friend, or not that much of a friend, but I know him quite well, and he asked me to do it. So I'm like, okay. But what if I get stopped by the police and they start searching the car? And I have like opened the, because I, I work at a pharmaceutical company and I have a bunch of free samples in my trunk. Like I'm the perfect target for them to check everything on the car for <laughs> cocaine probably everywhere. Because 100 kilograms and me telling that's candle wax, they're going to open everything up and go through everything. I mean, so I'm a little bit terrified of that. I don't think that's only wax. Who the I fuck? I did not was... check. <laughs> Who did that? <laughs> I really didn't. Just make sure. Depending on the yeah. friend, we know it's a possibility. Guys, if, when this podcast's out, I'm arrested. You already know the answer. <laughs> we know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my okay. god. So not airport related, but Carol has a very, very funny story about how she met the love of her life. And I want you oh! to share with us because she told me once and I just thought it was amazing. So tell us the story live. Oh, I cannot believe you're doing this to me. <laughs> okay. Um, well, uh, I will 
uh, tell it like the, the short version, not to, to, to get much time. But anyway, like I wasn't a party that I didn't know anyone in the party. I just was there because I was trying to be nice to my friend that was organizing the, the whole thing. So I went to the party and then um, I saw her uh, at some, some, some point of the event, right? Um, and I liked um, her, but I wasn't sure that I, uh, that I could uh, get closer and, and this kind of things. So um, in this event, we could buy, um, now I'm not 100% sure how to say espetinho in, <laughs> in English. How can we say like, like mm, no idea. sticks or Food. in your case, oh, whatever. Sausage sticks? Is that how you say linguiça? Mm, yeah, but anyway, like barbecue, like um, you could buy drinks and different kind of barbecue things. And I was there trying to, to buy a little bit for me. And then uh, the girl that was there told me, hey, you know, the, the girl over there, she already paid for this for you. And then I looked <laughs> for her, I, I looked to her and, and I thought, mm, yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this and, is pretty much sold. Yeah, and it was a sausage, and and I I, I love it. I, I love sausages. So, <laughs> what well, is uh, very funny, given the situation? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. I love sausages. <laughs> a bit ironic. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know it, it can sound very funny. Like, it's it's uh, funny. But I love it. I love how you tell it. You tell it already, like making fun of, of you know, the I love sausages part. I remember when you said that to me, you're like, I know it's weird, but I love sausages. And she gave it to me. Exactly. Exactly. It was so yeah. That was a bold move that actually worked. Like she paid for it and it worked. Like that's that's what our grandmas call conquering someone from the stomach. That is the exactly. true, like that. That's the true um, spell that you can cast on someone from the <laughs> first glance. Just give them food. Yeah, that works. The true, the true black magic. Like yeah, uh, it goes through the stomach. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I don't Very think I've ever got. Nobody ever paid me any like nice foods that I loved it out of nowhere. I Maybe that's you. what I'm missing. Um, acai for your acai, birthday. yeah. I love you for that forever. I'm a good friend, and I still owe you a Jap Japanese hojizu that I still owe you. are a great friend. I didn't buy you one for your birthday. No, you hate me. It's okay, but I'll give you. <laughs> I'll get you a vegan one. We'll. I'll take you to a vegan one. Oh yeah, like, then you conquer my it's heart. A great friend. I don't think Golpi yes. would like that very much. But better not. Uh, he'll be chill with it. <laughs> We're like it's a uh, friend's love. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's that's acceptable. Acceptable. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> Carol is coming to the city of sausages, and I'm getting <laughs> eight different what? types of sausages. <laughs> so, Dude, the ones in Bragança are really, flourish. really good. It will be renewed after those six years <laughs> together. <laughs> Sausage party. <laughs> Yes, sausage party. Woo! <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah, uh, I cannot wait. Love But yeah, that. you are going to show me this amazing world of sausages. So um, I cannot wait to, to prove it. Yes, and I was thinking, because Fabio, they're coming to Atibaia, Bragança, you know that. And then we were thinking, I was thinking today, I went out for lunch at this place called Chocolate Nicolati here in my city. And they have like artisanal chocolate. And I think you guys would love it because it's just fucking good. It's so good. The chocolate's amazing. So we might have to, to come around and have like uh, Bragantina's beer because there's like a craft beer place. And then we have the chocolate and then we have the craft sausages. And then, you know, It's Lots a whole craft. tour. Yeah, the tour of yeah. the city of sausages. <laughs> <laughs> Name well, of the have... city of sausages. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The city of sausages. I love it. Love that. On good news that we all share and have in common is we got vaccinated today, which is yeah. mind-blowingly wonderful. How was your experience vaccinating today? My experience was um, very good, except for the fact that um, my wife wanted me to, to get all the vaccines, like for all the disease at the same time. And I was about to say, oh, 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 you want me to die? Uh, like, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna live this place alive today if I get all the vaccines that you want me. But uh, at the end, everything went pretty fine. Actually, the even the line wasn't that big. It was a very, like, strangely, everything went well. Like, it was That's great. strangely though. Why is that not expected? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why this is not expected, but I was expecting like, um, um, chaos. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> chaos and everything going wrong. And like, I don't know. But no, this is not what I got, fortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was basically How about you, that. Gabby? Sorry? How about you? Oh, mine was How was fine. your experience going to vaccinate? I just went in and then gave my details. It was like 10, 15 minutes. But Super chill. Yeah, just got vaccinated. But the thing is, I didn't look because I am scared of needles. So <laughs> first, I didn't know if the guy actually put it on me, you know, like they were stealing the, the medicine because yeah. I didn't see it, right? And it was super weird because I came in, I sat down, he's like, look, I'm getting your, your shot. I'm like, I don't want to fucking see that. <laughs> okay, then do you trust me? I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I just like closed my eyes and I looked to the side and then he like, apparently pulled the the vaccine out apparently. of there i don't know and then he put <laughs> in the garbage the little frask that he got the vaccine from and then he applied on me and he's like you can stay there and stay seated and then he walked off and i was like what the fuck is going on did he just steal my fucking vaccine and walked off <laughs> like Now I'm having so many side effects that I'm, I don't know if it's psychological or if I actually got the vaccine, but I'm getting like chills and headache and my head is like heavy and I, my skin is so sensitive that my bra is hurting me and I'm not even wearing a bra. I'm wearing like a top. It doesn't even have anything to hurt me. And my 
joints are hurting my knees my hands my my elbows and my hands are getting hot your hair and I had to drink otherwise I would not be able to be here right now because I was (laughs) super down I was like about to die anyways I got like AstraZeneca which is the the stronger one right so Mm -hmm. but I didn't feel anything halfway through the day and then when it was about 4 p.m I started feeling really tired and down and you know headache and yeah anyways that's my tell us I heard that one kills you a little bit before immunizing you it just goes on punching you in the face to do it but like I said to to my boyfriend you know that meme where the guy is carrying up the coffin I'll be up up in that coffin. It's Friday. I'm going to be partying. Doesn't matter. Just take me to the fucking coffin. I'm on. You know? Oh, yeah. That's the spirit. (laughs) Yeah, that's the spirit. But from your description, I could tell that you are, I don't know, transforming yourself into something. Like, (laughs) I it. <laughs> yeah, crocodile, like, like something like My that. My skin is really... feeling very, very sensitive. <laughs> yeah, it is okay, really real. for you. <laughs> well, um, I cannot say the same thing, uh, so <laughs> I don't know uh, because uh, uh, the vaccine that I took was Coronavac from Bubutan. So I think it's not so so heavy as the other one. And I will have the second dose on another Friday. So I may show boom boom tum 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 Yeah. And how about you, Fabio? Mine, I was anxious as fuck. I was still working. It was at 4 p.m. So I had to just fly there driving. I went there, I stopped at the parking lot right next to it. I didn't see like a big stone that was in the middle of it. And the music was so loud because it was happy as fuck. So I probably, I thought I crashed my car completely whenever I got out. I'm like, okay, I fucked up this car, but it's all fine. And I ran there and I was super anxious, just waiting in line. And the people were logging people in and they stopped right at my turn. And they were talking, I'm like, please, please still have vaccines here. Don't let this be out because it's Friday and it's 4 p.m. and I got super scared. But everything worked out just fine. He pulled the the thing out. He asked me if I had a problem with passing out. The thing. Which, yeah, which is a thing with me. Whenever I, I, any IV, any sort of IV, either taking blood out or putting any shit in, I usually pass out. So I was like, is my problem with needles or actually IVs, which is intravenoms for whoever doesn't know that, probably a lot of people. But I was scared. I'm like, should I say something that I usually pass out? What if I pass out getting the vaccine? That would be pretty bad. So I just didn't say anything and went out super fine. My arm hurts just a little bit right now. But aside from that, I'm pretty happy. I'm like soulless and happy. Solus. Why solus? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, you know those pretty tough weeks when you're like, oh my god, I got no energy anymore. It's just my body here. Um, my presence is just my body. Our job, like every fucking day of my life. 
once I changed my position, like, since I got this, this job, yeah, yeah, no, we feel you every day. <laughs> like on Wednesday, I was like, I was not planning on drinking today, but I feel like drinking whiskey from the bottle. Like that's the feeling, you know? Yeah. I th- did you do it? No, did no. You... This no. is my first time drinking in six days i'm so proud of myself before i could stay like a year without drinking but now i can barely stay two days without drinking thanks uber <laughs> congratulations yeah um you are succeeding in your role i'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure about this <laughs> how are you feeling carol <laughs> just checking uh, <laughs> no i'm feeling good i'm feeling good um the only thing is that uh in the place that i got the vaccine they didn't have the blood stop so i had to to be the blood stop for myself like me to too. to, to oh, hold my yeah. arm yeah yeah and it, it took a while to stop bleeding um but I, i don't have any issues with ivs or or blood or any of those stuff i think i could be a doctor in another life maybe Uh, maybe I, I fucked up my life in this in this time. Like I'm wrong. <laughs> I cannot yeah. even see like needles in movies. I'm so. Oh my to, god! Yeah, I cannot like putting in IVs, giving vaccines, showing me a needle in a movie. Oh my god! When I got my surgery, they had like an IV thing, like a T in my arm, and I did not move that arm for two days. I couldn't. I was just. It was just too much for me. I was just so um, afflicted. I don't know how to say that in English. You were afflicted. Afflicted. Do you guys have any fears like that other than needles? Like things that are super simple, but you're super scared of. Mm. No, I was about to ask Gabby about like uh, having tattoos. Like, because I know you, you, mm. you've got some, right? So mm, yeah. how... Different. How does it work for you? I It's mean, different. when I first got my tattoo, like my first tattoo, it didn't really hurt. I didn't care. I was like, it's fucking tattoo. Woo! So I was like, you know, emotion <laughs> above anything else. The adrenaline was like running through my body. I was so happy. So I didn't feel anything. When I went to get my, so I got two tattoos at once. And then I got my third tattoo, which I think was the one in the, in the ribs. Oh my God, regret. When I got that tattoo, I love it. It's beautiful. But you know, I was in so much pain. I cried the entire time. And the tattoo artist, he's my, he's my friend. Like I always get my tattoos with him. So he was super nice to me. He was like putting on a cream and telling me it was like a, a cream to make it easier, to make it hurt less. And like my brain just believed him you know but he wasn't it was just a fucking cream and i was just like okay this is not a placebo like like yeah exactly it was totally a placebo and then i got the tattoo and after that i got um five other six other tattoos i don't know i have nine i don't know yeah nine six others and every time i went to get a tattoo i get fucking scared and then when i it starts i'm like oh This, this is fine you know like this doesn't even hurt so I think it's a lot of my my brain against me it's not so much of the pain but it's my brain telling me I'm gonna feel pain with tattoos the rest is just 
like the the injection didn't i didn't feel anything i even thought that you know this is it am i actually immunized i don't even know am i dead <laughs> am i dead <laughs> do i have feelings <laughs> who am uh, i <laughs> is it going to disappear when i take a shower like yeah. <laughs> started questioning everything what am i doing with my life <laughs> exactly should i be drinking but, right now I am. <laughs> so, yeah. The thing is, uh, when I get, I think my biggest problem is what Fabio said with IVs. I really want to donate blood because I'm O positive. So I can donate a lot of blood, you know, for a lot of people. And my ex-boyfriend had a car accident and like he needed blood from a lot of people. And I remember he telling me about it because when I met him, it was years after. But he told me that he only survived because his friends donated a lot of blood for him. And I thought that was beautiful, right? But the thing is, I, I wanted to do it so many times, but the thought of sitting there with a thing in my arm, pulling out my blood for hours terrifies me. I can't. Oh, wow. I really want to, but I can't. Do they have those things in Australia where you donate plasma and you get money for it? Yep. And you get like benefits. Yep. You like get to go past lines and you know in the train you get special benefits where you can show your your card and you don't pay and you can sit in the yeah you can sit on the benefit line and all that so they have that for people that donate blood and plasma which is really really nice really i think that's yeah awesome. yeah it stimulates people to do it yeah just exactly. to confirm in brazil we don't have this right no idea Not that no right <laughs> i don't think never so. heard of it I mean, I don't think so. Do you have that in the US, Fabio? Yeah, uh, we had like, we uh, organized blood samples on our, in our fraternity house actually, even to do those things. So it was simple. Everybody could do it and they got good money for it. Did you do it? Yeah. Uh, they, they were all like in my living room. Weren't you afraid of IVs just now? like? three seconds ago like what the fuck? oh no i'm not afraid of them i pass <laughs> out if i'm not lying down oh okay different different yeah i'm just sometimes yeah. with a yeah sometimes when you're putting stuff out and not taking blood out it takes a like a minute or two for me to pass out but it does happen which is super weird i don't know what's going on mm -hmm. but i definitely pass out whenever i go to take <laughs> to take blood samples they usually put me in the kids room where they have all the the dry <laughs> giraffes and different animals painted so i can lay down mm. it's fun it's a fun experience i just sit down and i don't look at the needle so as long as i don't look at it i don't feel it as well yeah. it's it's me yeah. looking at it it's me knowing for sure it's there that's what makes me You know, like with with planes, I'm afraid of I have um, heights fear, right? So I'm afraid of heights. I traveled a lot, so I'm ridiculous because <laughs> I, I used to go to Australia at like once a, a year at least because I would have to come back here, visit my parents and all that. So I would go back to Australia once a year and come from Australia to Brazil. And that's like a 22 hours flight, right? So I was in the flight for 22 hours, roughly, with one hour and a half on the ground. And I was just like, whenever I didn't think I was in a plane, 
I was fine. I would sleep. I would, you know, watch movies thinking I was in a train or in a car or whatever. But whenever I thought I'm hanging from the sky, I can die at any fucking moment. Like if this shit falls down, I'm not going to survive. I'm going to die. And I'm like, I just hope they release the fucking uh, oxygen mask so I can relax. <laughs> and dying peace <laughs> like that's that's what i think i'm like this is gonna crash i'm gonna die and whenever you know whenever it's too stable look how crazy i am whenever it's too stable i get scared whenever it starts like doing a little bit of this you know a little bit of a shake movement it feels like mm-hmm. i'm on the earth so i'm fine but normally people are the opposite <laughs> right so <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and yeah, whenever you go this. through Yeah, whenever you go through heavy turbulence, you fear for your life. Or taking off in a storm, that's the most scared I've ever been in an airplane. Like, is this shit actually taking off or are we dying just right now? Yeah. Yeah. So, Gabby, you don't look on on the windows, so you don't... Always the the aisle seat. Always. Always. I don't want to fucking see it. I want to pretend... I am in a train. Like, that's it. Oh my god! And I want to go to yeah, like twenty full times in the flight because I don't know you, but I get like weird in the tummy when I'm in a plane. I need to go to the bathroom many times. That was so sweet. Mm. Weird in the tummy, but <laughs> yes. like aisle seat is always the best one. You can go to the bathroom whenever you don't have to ask other people for you to, to go by, especially in a twenty-two hour flight. Yeah, people aisle aisle is top notch. It's not, uh, it's underrated. Mm-hmm. What do I do with the window? Like, I look at it while we're taking off. And then and landing down, like, for the four minutes in a 14 hours hour in that shit plane. What the fuck do I do with the window? <laughs> Stuck in that seat? Yeah. I'm like, oh, sorry. Let me climb onto you so I can go pee. Like, <laughs> <laughs> God, I yeah, it makes makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, while Fabio was was saying that he was afraid of passing out, um, uh, I thought like I have never passed out in my entire life. Um, <gasps> I, I feel like I want to 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 have this feeling uh, at Be some like, point of my life to know how it is like. <laughs> what? I used to be like you, young Padawan. <laughs> <laughs> How would you describe Gabby passing out? Um, um, you tell Carol what do you think it is to pass out? I think hearing is, a person that never experienced it would, would be amazing. Is to all of a sudden to, to sleep and, and just to it, it's similar to watching TV and then you just uh, take a nap and then you wake up and you realized you took a nap? No, it's not that. I mean, I don't know. Fabio, what do you feel? I mean, usually you know when you're passing out. You're trying your best to not do it. You're like, okay, I'm gonna hold my, my shit together here. And then you just go. But usually you know it's coming. Mm-hmm. And the worst part is whenever you wake up because you have no clue where you are. You're like, where the fuck am I? And then you start listening to everything around you and you get up. And you're like, I don't know what's going on. And then you remember where you are and what you were doing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. holy shit, did I just pass out? 
Yeah. So for me, I've passed out a few times. And the first time I passed out was in the bathroom, in the, in the shower, because the hot, the water was too hot. And I think I had iron deficiency at the time. I just became vegetarian back then. And I wasn't eating enough protein and enough iron and all that. I wasn't getting my minerals. And I remember I was taking a hot shower here in my house and I was like, Carol, I've never passed out before. This should be so cool. And I, was like, I would love to pass out. <laughs> and, <laughs> I would love. Okay. Um, now you were saying. Okay. <laughs> and I remember I was like, taking my, my hot shower. <laughs> and then. Cooking yourself. Yeah. Like, and then, right. I started blinking and then it was all becoming black and black and black and the black mm -hmm. like, took my vision. And then I remember holding to the walls and sitting down slowly. And then what felt like a few seconds later, I woke up, but I don't know how long I was there because I was alone. And I woke up differently from Fabio. I woke up knowing I passed out in the bathroom, in the shower. And then I, I just, you know, got up. Anyways, I woke up in the shower and I was like, something, something just happened. I just fell down and I just passed out. So I should probably go to the doctor. That's what I thought. At that, Dude, that's pretty scary. Like passing out by yourself in the shower, you could have hit your head or done something pretty bad. Yep. I've the worst place I passed out. Have you ever passed out drunk? That's a good question. No. Oh, drunk? drunk? Yes, lots of times. Does it count? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Count? what do you, you mean passing out drunk? Or <laughs> you're too drunk and then you pass out and then you wake up or you just sleep? Like, for example, you're in the bed with the significant other and you're like, steamy, <laughs> steamy. And then you're like, wait, it's the morning? <laughs> But, but but we were halfway through that thing and then you're like oh it's 9 a.m good morning motherfucker you know like that <laughs> okay yeah um i have already faced similar experiences to that one once um i i got a picture from myself laying laying on the street <laughs> because I was so fucking drunk and all my friends were taking pictures of me and then in the next day all my pictures were in the groups from the the, the college uh and and everything but I, I I could rebuild my reputation I don't know how but I was able you to could rebuild it. your reputation <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. that that is in the topic of getting drunk and passing out <laughs> Yeah, it was something like that. But yeah, anyway, maybe one day I will have this experience in the shower or not. Uh, I, now I'm not so sure that I want to have it. So um, that's it. I will embrace it. I can it. tell you, you don't. <laughs> I really can tell you, you don't. So, so I'm pretty yeah. fine with this. <laughs> we back. So we were talking about, and Fabio will add here, add here a sound. And if you feel like you can record my 
<laughs> I loved it. Anyway, uh, we were talking about passing out. And I think it's interesting that you never pass out and you want to feel the feeling. Um, but, you know, not good. And I think you agree. It's not very great. Yeah, it's not very great, so, especially in public. Um, passed out in public. I've passed out in public. Really? How was that? I was so drunk. I was very <laughs> drunk. And I was in Australia and I ended up in the hospital. So, oh God. Summarizing it, we were doing a drinking game called King's Cup, which is an inspiration of White Table that we will play in the chakra, in the whatever mm. the fuck name is in English. Anyways, that. So I was fucked and we had played Fuck the Bus and King's Cup and we were just dead after the club. And I sat down after going to the bathroom and I hit my head on the window. And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna die. And I started like freaking out and my vision started getting black. And okay, I didn't, I didn't pass out there. And then we went downstairs and they called the ambulance because I asked them to. And then I was downstairs and then this guy that I used to like came to check on me and I vomited on him and I told him to fuck off and that he was an idiot. And then I, that I hated him, he should fucking disappear. He's like, okay, just keep my keep my shirt, and then you can wash it and give it back to me. I was like, cool. And then I, I got his like jacket because it was like I was it was really cold. It was winter, so I kept I kept his jacket that was full of vomit, and I vomited on his shoes as well. And then um, the ambulance came, and I don't remember anything. I've passed out outside of the uni accommodation and I woke up in the hospital and I woke up laughing <laughs> and I woke up making jokes like making fun of the people that were actually there because they were suffering <laughs> and I was like what the fuck is this noise and it was like someone like moaning on like because of pain I was like what the fuck is this noise <laughs> and I was just out of it I was out of it And my friend thought I had like brain damage because I just started laughing like a crazy person. And I would go out, like I would laugh and then I would go out and then I would come back and make, make a joke and then go out again. And then I would come back and then they had to kick me out of the hospital. <laughs> they kicked me out of the hospital. They Gee, were right. why. <laughs> I mean, they were super right. And then I told my friend, you should sleep with her because you know, she, she had a concussion and then he's like, no, I'm not sleeping with her. Cause he was gay. And he's like, I don't want to sleep near a woman's body. And he had a lot of trouble <laughs> with that. True, true story. And I was the one that helped him, um, come back from his fear of women. He didn't hug women because he didn't like feeling their boobs. He didn't kiss women's cheeks. Yeah. The only woman he would get near was his The only women that he would get near was his grandmother and his mom. He would not get near anybody else. And then I, I forced therapy him <laughs> to, you know, being near women again. And once upon a time, he kissed me with tongue. It was super weird. Didn't work out. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Casually throw that short, there. I ended up sleeping okay. in my room alone that night. And then I woke up with a lot of a headache. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And that stayed for three days. So I actually got a concussion and I didn't die. So I'm still here. 
that's it wow <laughs> congratulations Thank you, you are a survivor yeah my parents should thank me for not dying i just got a little bit close to it but like i was fine that lover like i'm alive you know yeah does anything sure. else really matters yeah anyways that's the story of my life yeah. Carol, yeah. i'm curious when you went to the u.s did you go for like a like a trip or did you go to stay there for a while to stay there for a while to work on disney well disney world I Did worked you have there a lot of American friends or just like Brazilian friends? Mm, most of them, unfortunately, were Brazilian because it wasn't my intention. But uh, the other ones were American. Uh, well, we are also American, but uh, anyway. Um, Perfect. Um, but you worked at Walt Disney. You worked at Disney. Like, come on. How did that wasn't a topic at all? I, I don't know. know <laughs> I forgot. I got drunk. I'm sorry, audience. Yeah. I forget to hear about it. <laughs> I yeah, definitely I didn't hear more about it. Tell us everything about your experience for those who want to go. <laughs> oh, um, well, uh, it happened like how many years ago? Like four, four to five years ago, something like that. Um, you need to 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 have a college like you need to be in in a, in a college to to apply for the program and you you pass through a hiring process like for during almost one year it is very long a very long process and if you ever get approved at the end you will still need to pay for <laughs> for for the trip and everything and 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 lots of things but the experience itself <laughs> is very good. I really recommend it because, uh, well, it's not every day that you get the opportunity to know how a company as Disney works, you know, the customer obsession mindset that they have. Uh, this is really very interesting and very good, uh, but you will uh, work a lot. You need to be prepared to, to, to work uh, your shit uh, as like to, to, to work a lot. And um, it depends on your intentions. Like uh, some people uh, have this program just to have fun, just, be just because they want to have sex with other people in another country, just because of that. <laughs> uh, That's like, sounds like a great program. I might apply I, to I, right I I'm gonna subscribe. <laughs> I knew it I knew it I knew it and some other people don't like they really want to I don't know to make money uh, with this program because we we also have the opportunity uh, of making lots of money not lots of money not getting rich but uh, you are being paid in dollars so it's not every day that you have this opportunity right um, and other people I don't know just want to to like have the goal of knowing um, all the parks and, and everything and all the all the places of Orlando, you know, uh, the city and everything. So it depends on your intentions. But um, after all, 
as I said in the beginning, is something that I really recommend. Um, and I don't know, that's it, basically. But what did you do? Like every day you woke up and you did what? Um, I was a custodial. I don't know if you guys know uh, what is this role. Um, is uh, the people that walk through the park, cleaning the park, you know, dealing with the trash cans and, and, and things that people usually don't want to deal with. For example, vomits, this kind of very please, please. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so I was this girl, like cleaning everything, cleaning up all the mess and keeping the show ready oh on the park. I'm going to appreciate these. Like, I'm going to appreciate this so much more after having this conversation. But <laughs> I think that like pe people that clean are not appreciated enough anywhere. No, yeah, I super agree with you. Super agree. Um, they have a, a, a terrible plate, for example, in the park that has lots of sugar on the top of it and people throw it everywhere on the tables, on the chairs, everywhere. They don't really care. And we had to clean this shit all the time, for example. And it's a very um, small thing like to, to think about, like not leaving the, the table that you are sitting on before, I don't know, uh, cleaning up or, or at least Clean trying to. For yourselves, right? Like that's, I don't know, like people, I don't know, in Brazil it's the same. I, I'm not sure. But I think we don't respect people that clean after ourselves at all. Yes. Anyway. I, after this experience, I, uh, I could have really this opportunity of looking into those people in a different way, you know? So it changed my mindset a lot in, in this perspective. So it can be life-changing, uh, this experience, if you allow it to. So, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Oh my god you were expecting to hear about like meeting nikki and these kind of things and oh it was very no fun. actually we, like we had an interview before with someone that went on a uh au pair program and then she was literally saying the same thing as you did like it's not as glamorous as you think it is it is great you meet a lot of good things like you learn a lot of new things and you are in a country that is not as yours like it's much more much more organized and you know you start valuing other things because you experience new things little things but that it's not easy it's not easy for you to have you know kids it's not easy for you to clean a table it's not easy for you to think about people passing by you not noticing you and i mean that's what happens here that's why i i've been a waitress in australia so i feel that I, a little bit i was a waitress so they still talked to me but when we were cleaning the table it was literally like we were not seen like we were invisible cleaning mm -hmm. a table and bringing the things back and you know putting them in the washer and handling that you were not human like you didn't exist if you could not do something for me right now when you're in the service industry that's how it works so i think it's really important for us to demystify the 
service industry that we give so much people out to in the in the US, for example. We have so many au pairs, we have so many people going to the Disney park and we have some people being princesses and they have to be like nice all the time like what a fucking hard job but like <laughs> you know you have to True. also be on your feet all day regardless of what you're doing you have to smile all day regardless of what you're doing you have to portray the brand and i think that is beyond everything, whatever the fuck you are, wherever the fuck you are, if you're in the service industry, you have to portray the brand. You have to be what the brand means. And I think we actually experienced that a little bit at Uber as well, but not so much because we're not handling external customers. Mm -hmm. yeah, as service true. agents, we did experience that much more. Yeah, true. Do you have similar experiences like those ones, Fabio? Or, or not? No, not really. Didn't it's have like anything that. Wide boy. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Yeah, say. for sure. <laughs> not even close to that. No. Mm. But that was lovely. What, do you have any? What are your best memories of working at Disney? You must have something very nice. Best memories. I've heard of so... the parties. Parties were really nice. Like parties. Yeah. At Mm -hmm. Yeah, but actually regarding the, the parties, you know, uh, I don't feel like I have good memories because they end the parties at 2 a.m. It's too early. I don't know why they do it. So Americans. it's like when it is getting good, like it's over. Yeah, they they sleep very early <laughs> there or I don't know. Um, but regarding good memories. <clears throat> Okay, uh, I'm trying just to like to 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 pick one, but uh, I think the the smell memory that I have about walking on the main street for the first time in Magic Kingdom, you know the the Magic Kingdom Park, uh, mm -hmm. the one from Cinderella and everything. Um, the first time that I put my shoes on there on this place, the smell that you you feel. Uh, from cookies, from butter, from lots of things, like it is really magical as it as it is meant to be, you know. So I think it's a very good memory that I have. I got chills, and I know <laughs> I don't know if it's because of what you said or if it if it's because I got the vaccine, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like wow. I never thought about that. Wow, I love it. So good. Yeah, and, and like, uh, of course that uh, it doesn't happen like occasionally uh, there uh, in the park. We really need to, to feel this smell because uh, there are machines like in, and things made for us to feel that smell and it uh, makes us feel hungry and it's want to buy the things that are there, oh you know? Yeah, like God. everything has a purpose. Uh, nothing is like oh. casual, you know? But anyway, um, it, is, it is very, very good. Like very magical. You really feel like you are in, like not on earth or, or something like that. 
at Disney. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you really feel that. Yes. Uh, Crazy. Well, of course, you feel that on like on the first day. (laughs) And then when you get to work, uh, you get another perspective. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Um, One uh, one question that I want to ask is, did you get to practice your English with natives while you were there? Um, yes, with like few friends, but I think like most of the time that I got the opportunity of practicing was with the guests, actually, because, you know, uh, since my role was uh, uh, supposed to walk through the park the whole day, so lots of people came to me like to, to say that it, they were lost or this kind of things, like they, they wanted to know where to, to find something. So by talking to the guests, I had more opportunities to, to practice. Okay, did you, did you have to have a English test before? Yes, lots of tests actually. And all the, the, the phases of the hiring process, uh, they were handled all in English. So yes. Um. Okay. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's- yeah. It's a cool experience. Loved it, people. If you want to work at Disney, should you? Maybe if you're up to the job. It's not all glamorous. You want to be, a but princess? it is a good experience. Do you really? Yeah, but it's worth it. So. <laughs> Do you want to build a snowman? Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> yeah lovely so yeah i think that we can we can say that uh and the weather in in florida is crazy right so don't expect to 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 like to to build us a snowman or warm it's hot it's hot the sun sets at 9 or 10 p.m so be be aware of that be ready yeah. warm in, in july it's in july is crazy era bowl like unbearable i've been there in july and it's unbearable unbearable it's yeah. warm and very wet it's very humid. wet humid. Yeah, it's very humid yeah yeah, yeah. terrible combination yeah exactly. yeah but at the end of the year um uh, you will feel like cold, cold weather, some days. Fucking cold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is going to rain some days. Like it will be similar to Sao Paulo, I guess. So yeah. if you are from Sao Paulo, I guess. Oh, you Yeah. You will be fine. You will be fine. You 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 will go through it. So <laughs> don't worry. But yeah, uh, I think that's it. Amazing. I think we can wrap it up here. What do you think, Fabio? Yeah, I loved it. Great. Thanks so much, Carol, for joining us in this podcast and sharing so much about your experience. And I'm sorry about my drunk self. Can't control. No, it it was a very good part of uh, of this whole thing. So no. It was crucial. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. okay i appreciate your not honesty love you <laughs> no <laughs> love you too anyway thank you carol for coming it was thank, great thank you 
Thank you for you inviting me. From the Trilingue podcast. Next time, I forgot her name for a second. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Amazing. <laughs> bye bye. Bem-vindos ao podcast Trilingue, um podcast que falamos inglês, português e várias bostas. Eu sou o Fábio, eu morei nos Estados Unidos por quatro anos. E eu sou a Gabi, eu morei na Austrália por quatro anos. Esse é um podcast com uma pegada um pouco diferente. Nós vamos falar sobre coisas corriqueiras, só que em inglês. Bem-vindos ao podcast Trilingue, um podcast que falamos inglês, português e várias bostas. Eu sou o Fábio, eu morei nos Estados Unidos por quatro anos. E eu sou a Gabi, eu morei na Austrália por quatro anos. Esse é um podcast com uma pegada um pouco diferente. Nós vamos falar sobre coisas corriqueiras, só que em inglês. Bem-vindos ao podcast Trilingue, um podcast que falamos inglês, português e várias bostas. Eu sou o Fábio, eu morei nos Estados Unidos por quatro anos. E eu sou a Gabi, eu morei na Austrália por quatro anos. Esse é um podcast com uma pegada um pouco diferente. Nós vamos falar sobre coisas corriqueiras, só que em inglês.